I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at PeculiarCharacter.com. As long as I can remember, there have only been a few breweries in this county, in suburban Maryland outside of Washington, D.C. There's a brew pub up county that I used to go to that, because a friend was fired from there, I don't go to anymore. Within the past couple of years, over on the other side of the county near where I work, a new, actually pretty awesome brewery that I think I mentioned, Denison's, opened. I think they've been around maybe two, three years, if that. The third of the established breweries in county that comes to mind is probably one of the most notorious. This is due to the fact that they helped change county law to make it possible to brew at an even smaller scale than was possible before. There was a good write-up when they launched, uh, also a couple of years ago, in the Washington Post about the county's first nano brewery, also probably one of the first nano breweries in the area. Well, I get some people don't have the good fortune to have breweries within easy distance of them. I always was kind of jealous of my friends out on the West Coast who it seems like they couldn't swing uh, their arms without brushing against a brewery and definitely friends in North Carolina and Denver, which are particularly large concentrations of, of craft beer and the craft beer market. Without me noticing, in the past year, not even a full year, it seems like the number of breweries in county have more than doubled, at least by my counting, the ones that I've heard of. The first that was brought to my attention is Seven Locks. This is one that's actually pretty darn close to my house and launched right before the Thanksgiving holiday. Seven Locks isn't a nano, but they are at the small end of the commercial craft beer spectrum. They are packaging, and I think they have done some distributions in the couple of weeks since they opened with local tap and bottle shops. Hopefully, they'll start packaging more broadly, but the fact that they're pretty much on my drive home means I can stop in whenever I want. They do growler fills as well, which is really nice, and thanks to the increasingly liberalized laws in this county around growlers, I can bring in any of the growlers I already have, especially my 32-ounce, my half growler if I just want a couple of pours. The brewery definitely opened with creating a social space in mind, and this is something that I've noticed with a lot of the regional breweries around here. I don't know if it's true elsewhere up and down the East Coast or what it's actually like out on the West Coast. I haven't been to any of the breweries on the West Coast as much as I'd like to. They have a pretty capacious uh, tasting room with a full bar and taps, including two nitro taps out of, I think, six or eight that they run. It also looks like they're getting set up to uh, support a, a very common barroom game here in Maryland, Cornhole. Again, I don't know if that's popular elsewhere. It's just something I've noticed in the Maryland breweries that I've been to. And even a small performance stage. And I had a conversation with one of the co-founders with another friend of mine to maybe help feed into that to, for them to bring uh, more music, more of a social scene into the space. They are collaborating with food trucks, I think that's really cool, and hopefully that becomes a stronger draw to bring them into a more heavy rotation in the area. Regardless, they are open to outside food, and they even have some delivery menus, and you can have things delivered straight to the tasting room. There are three more that are about to open, already open, or will open soon. Uh, Wera Deca, I think that's how it's pronounced, 
uh, further up county, actually up by the Agricultural Reserve uh, here in Maryland, is uh, one of a new breed of brewery, a farmhouse brewery. I haven't been to any of these yet, but it's something that uh, several counties in the area have legislated into existence to make it easier to lift uh, breweries that utilize I, I, at least space on existing farmland and possibly also the local produce, which I think is really cool. There's another farmhouse brewery not too far from that Brookville, which I think is opening soon. So I can make a, an extended afternoon of it, perhaps head up County and check both of those out. And then almost as close to my house suspended. And from their website, this looks like this may be the most interesting of the lot that they're intentionally setting out to build a sustainable brewery. Some of the larger brewers like new Belgium have done this reusing wastewater, uh, using solar power and other resources like that, renewables like that. Uh, I'm really curious to get the story, to meet the people there and to see what the vibe is like that they're creating. If it's a similar social scene or something else altogether different, but it's pretty cool that I now can no longer count on one hand the number of breweries within a half hour drive of my house. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0